The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email spots. clients. Identify Some fonts from where to find the Welcome to Internet. National SEO Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing how you can get the best possible SEO performance out of your site around the globe. Joining us for International SEO Week is Sarah Presh, who is the Senior Customer Marketing Manager for Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. Yesterday, Sarah and I talked about some of your options for internationalizing your content and where you should start thinking about multilingual SEO. And today we're going to continue the conversation by talking about how to create an international SEO strategy. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second installment of International SEO Week with Sarah Presh, Senior Customer Marketing Manager for Searchmetrics. Sarah, welcome back to International SEO Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you. It's good to be back. Always excited to have you as a guest on our show. Excited to continue our conversation and talk a little more about setting your strategy for SEO. In yesterday's episode, we sort of started with, well, all right, you got to do a big translation. If you're migrating your site to a different country, or if you're launching a new territory, you got to take the words that you have and put them in the right language that's in the local country that you're going to be trying to sell to. Fortunately, there's no avoiding it. There is. No, you have that big upfront cost of migrating your content to a new site. But then there's this technical and strategic component to figuring out, well, how do I actually make sure that that content is going to make an impact? Talk me through a little multilingual SEO strategy. What do SEOs need to consider when they're going to a new market? And how do they make sure that that upfront cost of translation is not going to be for naught? 
Yeah, so I think the biggest thing that people need to think about is that every market is different because what might have worked for English in the US and the UK somewhere might not necessarily work where they're going. So this is where strategy kind of comes into play. And it's really important that you take a look at the data before you actually decide which bits of content to translate. So let me dive deeper there where you say, well, not everything that's going to work in English is going to work in other languages. It seems like, is that a, a language thing or is that a country by country thing? Because it's not what works in the United States is going to work in Germany because of the buying process, because of the content might not translate, or is it a strategic SEO issue? I would say that it all comes down to the fact that everybody searches differently in different countries. Like if you take neighboring countries, if you take the UK and Ireland, for example, they're right next to each other. We both speak English, but we search differently. We use different words when we're searching. So I know we're going to talk about that later on in the week. So let's stick to the strategy side of things. But keyword research is going to be your best friend when you're going internationally. So keyword research is an important part of what you're doing when you're thinking about your SEO strategy. Talk to me about some of the technical setup. It seems like you have a decision whether you're keeping the same domain, whether you're launching a new top-level domain. How do you figure out some of the technical background? and What's the strategy there? Yeah, when you're looking at technical, I think you need to basically make sure that you set yourself, set your website up right at the very beginning so that it's healthy. Does that make sense? You need to set your website up for success right at the very beginning. Otherwise, you're going to have all of these cruel errors and all of these issues that you're going to be dealing with later on. So when you talk about different structures, I mean, you can go with, there's different options that you can have. You can stick with your .com and then have a top level domain like that. You can also, also basically have an in-country domain. But if I'm going to be honest, the easiest way to do things or the way that I tell people to do things right at the beginning is to make sure that they're using a plugin like WPML. And that normally kind of sets up all the language stuff for you. It makes translating easier. It also means that you don't have to do different versions of your website because you literally take what's on your English, you use a plugin, and you can upload what you want to for the other language. So you have the ability to use a plugin to basically internationalize your content from a technical perspective. It makes sense that if you have a .com that you can basically use your .com everywhere. But if you have a site that is not a .com, if you started with a regional top-level domain, if I started with a .co.ie, or I don't even know what the top-level domain would be in Czech Republic, CR? .cz. .cz. You know, as you're starting to expand into other countries, you're obviously going to want to change that top-level domain. So I think that the strategy here kind of depends on where you're starting. The easiest way to go is if you can get the .com get the .com and it's kind of the pre-internationalized domain. Exactly, exactly. If you're thinking global, stick with the .com and then move out from there. But as I said, like if you do start with the .cz, you don't want people to kind of, your websites make you look foreign if you're going into the UK or the US or something. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. 
None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So, okay, you got your domain thing to think about. Your, we talked about your staffing, whether you're hiring an agency or whether you're using freelancers, you're managing the content translation in-house. You know, that seems like it's another strategic decision. Doubling back on the conversation we had yesterday, you know, you mentioned that, well, freelancers are just going to kind of translate your content or even translation specific agencies. They're just doing the translation. So your content is legible in a different language, but they're not doing the strategy. You know, what is the difference and what is the, you know, marketing agency that is doing internationalization for you doing other than saying, all right, well, we have to do some keyword research and we got to make sure that the domain works. We have to figure out how that plugin that you mentioned uh, is going to translate the content or make Google understand that this is a country specific domain. What do the marketing agencies actually do for you? Yeah. So when you're talking about local SEO, keyword research is kind of like a really simple topic. It's something that's really straightforward. You throw your keywords into um, Google Keyword Planet, you do a keyword map and out you, off you go. Whereas when you're doing it internationally, there is no guarantee that, say, your keyword map that you've all got set up for English is actually going to work in a different language. People search for completely different things. People search in a completely different way. Some products that you have in the UK might actually not ever been heard of in the Czech Republic, or it might be so overpriced that people have never heard that it exists. They're just simply not searching for it. So you need to kind of go back to the drawing board and be like, okay, this is my piece of content in English. Nobody's searching for that. What is the most similar keyword that people in that country are doing? You need to find the keyword and then you need to adapt the content before you actually let it go live. So you have your people question who's actually doing the translations. You got some technical questions of what's the domain that you're working on. And then you have some content and cultural details to think about. Are there other SEO strategy components that you need to consider as you're expanding? Yeah, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Yes, of course, you need to look into your things like your link building and your off page and your, on, and your technical. But unless you have your content working, unless you actually have those keywords that work on your website, all of the other stuff is going to be in vain. So you need to make sure that you're starting off with a strong keyword map and that people in the target country are actually searching for the things you're looking for. Plus, then you have the like, you have to also think about the fact that, for example, in the Czech Republic, we have our own search engine called Sysnam. And if you're targeting people over 50, they're not going to be searching on Google. They're going to be searching on Sysnam. In Russia, you've got Yandex. In China, you've got Baidu. And there's quite a few of these like regional differences that you have. So you're going to have to do the keyword research on different platforms. 
you're going to have to make sure that your website is optimized for the different for the different search engines. And for example, if you take China as an example, China is the most tricky country to move into because so many things that we're used to using in the Western world are banned. So I've seen websites that, for example, had a link to YouTube on their website, which meant that it got banned in China because any website with YouTube or something, a video embedded, gets banned. There's obviously the cultural nuances. Here's the big question for you. And the last one I'll ask you for today. When you think about your internationalization strategy, I understand the sort of operating tactics. How do you figure out what it's going to cost and whether it's going to be worth it to go into specific countries? How do you figure out what you should be biting off? And is it too much for you to chew? Yeah, that's a difficult question because, again, it really depends on the price of your products, how much they're going to be able to sell for, if people can actually afford your products in a target country. Because sometimes like things that you buy in America, people in, I don't know, Eastern Europe would never buy, for example. So that's where you really need to do your homework. You need to do your market research and you really need to like look into the viability of everything. I think that site internationalization is tricky because not only do you have to think of the upfront costs, there's the ongoing costs. So there's a couple different data points that you have to look at. What's the size of the market? What indications do we have that that market is actually going to buy our products? Do we think that the ROI on the sales are going to be the same? And how do we evaluate the upfront cost and then the ongoing cost of managing an international website? Yeah, I mean, you need to look into things like shipping costs are going to be more. Do you need to charge people more different currencies? Are you able to take the different currencies on? not you know these little nitty-gritty details that lots of people forget and then realize oh i have to do that it's not as easy as just translating your content and saying, okay, I'm in a new country. And, and every country is a unique little snowflake. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that and how to understand the cultural nuances of localization in our next episode. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Sarah Presh, the Senior Customer Marketing Manager at Searchmetrics. Join us again tomorrow when Sarah and I talk about the cultural nuances of localization for mobile SEO. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to contact Sarah, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit her personal website, which is sarah.presh.ie, which is S-A-R-A-H dot P-R-E-S-C-H dot I-E. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, 
Head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week, so hit the subscribe button in your podcast app. We'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.